Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, John, the uh, Leeds United family was hit hard over the weekend with the news coming through that uh, Norman Hunter, the, the legendary Leeds United footballer, had uh, had passed away. Uh, I know you were very personal, uh, great personal friends with uh, Norman, having played with him, of course, with Leeds in the 60s and 70s. What, what kind of man was he, John? Um... He was. He, how can I describe it? He he was as good as you'll get, Trevor. Mm. He was a terrific player, as we know. But apart from that, I met some terrific players who weren't very nice players off the field. But Norman was a gentleman. Uh, nothing would be too much trouble for him. Very, very humble lad. He really, really appreciated what he had as a footballer. And it goes back, I think, when he was 17, uh, Trevor, uh, a man called Jack Taylor was the manager at that time and released him, didn't sign him pro. And luckily enough, uh, Don Reavy, who was a, a player at that time, took over as manager mm. and brought him back. So I think Norman never forgot that. In other words, he, 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 he could have been on the scrap heap at 17, Trevor. Amazing. And made the most, obviously it was a big shock to him, it would have been a huge disappointment, but made sure he made the best of what he had after that, that's if he already didn't have it, but he certainly had it when I knew him, which was to train hard. His attitude was great on the pitch, off the pitch. Uh, he was absolutely brilliant and, and a terrific player, as we know, Trevor. Yes, and he went on to play for Leeds uh, league match over 540 appearances and in England. Well, that, was, that was in the league. Mm. It was over 700 appearances. In, 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 total, in yeah. all competitions, yeah. Trevor. Amazing, amazing record. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you actually play against him, John, the first year? You, you were United, uh, Manchester United before he came to Leeds and uh, Norman was already with Leeds. Did you play against him with Manu? No, because Leeds were in the second division then. Oh, yeah. Actually, Leeds were in the second division when I went to Leeds. Yeah, I yeah. played in, uh, just after the cup final. Uh, my last match for Manchester United was in the, the, the cup final in 1963. We beat Leicester. And then after that, I moved straight away to Leeds, who were then in the second division. Mm. So we got promotion together. So I played with Norman for 12 years, 12 seasons, uh, Trevor. Yeah, great stuff. And um, he, um, he was in the England uh, squad that went, won the World Cup in 1966. But Jack Charlton was there and Bobby Moore. So um, Jack kept him out as such, did he? Well, Bobby Moore did. Uh, Jack, Jack was the big centre-half. Bobby Moore played off Jack. And that's what Norman played at Leeds. Uh, and, but Bobby Moore was a great player, uh, Trevor. Like, I used to talk to Norman about it. He said, look, I have no complaints about Bobby Moore. Bobby Moore is a great player. Mm. Now, uh, my opinion, Norman was... Like, the way I described him, it, the bigger the match at Wembley and that for England, 
I'd have Bobby Moore. But week in and week out, I take Norman Hunter. Because Bobby played for West Ham, who were never going to win the league, Trevor. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when he played at Leeds, for example, he'd play well, but no, uh, wouldn't have the drive that Norman had. This enthusiasm to win and get stuck in. Bobby was a class player. And Norman would be the first to say, you know, a big match at Wembley, Bobby Moore. You know, Leeds United playing anywhere, for me, would be Norman. Mm. And, uh, you know, you were telling me yesterday when, when we spoke ahead of this interview, John, that, um, you know, that Leeds team obviously was the, the most successful uh, in, uh, in Leeds history, that era in the, uh, in the 60s and 70s. But uh, you were telling me as well that the likes of Norman Hunter, obviously he was hard as nails as a player, but you could play and you were hard and a lot of teams tried to break you down, but uh, you had an unbreakable spirit, you were telling me. Yeah, well, the, the, a lot of lads, uh, when I got, got to Leeds first, uh, John had, say, Paul Reaney, Paul Maley, Terry Cooper, Norman Hunter. These were all young lads that came through the, 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 the Leeds uh, youth, youth policy. And, uh, you know, I've often said to people, well, I went to Manchester United when I was 15. The likes of Norman Hunter and Terry Cooper and that wouldn't have got in the door at Manchester United at that time. Manchester United had the pick of England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales school by, school by players. Mm. So these lads and, and Don had to coach these lads. They had to be of the right quality. They had to be willing to learn which they were. And we had the great Bobby Collins there. That's one of the reasons I went to Leeds. Bobby Collins was a great Scottish player, great player for Celtic. He was at Everton, came to Leeds when he was 32. And he set the trend and the tone and everything at at Leeds. Uh, Attitude training, attitude on the pitch. And these lads picked up from there. Because what you must remember, Trevor, Leeds had no tradition, real tradition. They were the second division team most of the time. Mm. Occasionally in the in the first division, but mostly in the second division. My first match for Leeds, I think there was fourteen or fifteen thousand people at the match. So there was no Don had to build that up mm. and he built it up with these players. Billy Bremner was a young lad as well at that particular time. So Don did a great job and Norman was one of those lads uh who uh, played and when we played as you say, Trevor, like Norman particularly had Norman bite your legs. Norman Hunter bite your legs. Yeah. But that was an affectionate thing in the cup final in 1972 that the lead supporters put up. But obviously it was taken by the journalists that Norman was a dirty so-and-so <laughs> and couldn't play. But he was a very, very skillful player. He was a terrific player. But that was the thing with Leeds at that time. But you must remember, in that time, uh, Trevor, like to get every team had tough guys. You know, to get a yellow card in those days, you had to commit grievous bodily harm. <laughs> so we were as tough as the rest of them. Uh, and uh, we could play as well. And Norman, I'd say, epitomised the Leeds team at that particular time. Yeah, it was a cruel way he was taken in the end, wasn't it, John? Ah, terrible, Trevor. I can't get over it uh, even now. I was talking to Paul Reaney this morning, and Paul was very close. He was in the hospital and that. And, uh, like, we're all shocked. You know, I I can't believe it, because he he looked well. He he did have an underlying problem. He had had some sort of a leukaemia. So when he went in, he was always going to be in trouble. But he looked well. He was always in a good mood. He was working down at the ground, doing hospitality at Leeds. Uh, Loved what he was doing. But he was a a first-class man, Trevor. Mm. You couldn't get any better. And Leeds at the moment, um, uh, John, um, uh, if, if the league does resume after all this, um, it looks like they're going up uh, in, uh, in the lead at the moment, at the top of the league at the moment, uh, yeah. with something like nine matches to go. It's, it's hard to believe they've been out of the top flight, actually, for, for 16 years. 2004 was the last time. They've had 18 different managers, John, since they were last yeah. in the top flight. 
Well, that that tells you the story, Trevor. Mm. You know, and any any club that has eighteen managers and in that particular time can't be doing very well. You know, the the, the thing they have there, like they they still have the crowd. I've been up a couple of times, Trevor. The crowd is as enthusiastic as ever. You know, yeah. like they they need to spend a few bob, to be honest. Yeah. And the owner hasn't done that. I'd say if they spent, and it'd be money well spent. You know, because it would be good investment. It's, they wouldn't be. It wouldn't be an investment on a team that's middle of the table. Like they're up there. Yeah. I think they need two or three players, and then they're into the, then they're into the millions. As we know in the Premier, once you get into the Premiership, you get 120, 250 million straight away uh, from the the television companies. So, yeah. And and they get that it'd be packed every. It only holds about forty thousand leads, but they'd be packed every week, and they could put up the prices a bit. You know. Yeah. So that's what they need, Trevor. You know, and and they're, they're, like they're a huge club, and the atmosphere. I've been there a few times. The atmosphere is is terrific, and they would definitely get. Uh, you know, they'd be they'd, they'd get back. They wouldn't be be where Liverpool and Manchester United are, but you know, they, I think they'd be well established in 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 the Premiership. Yeah, have they the right manager at the moment, John? I think he's good. He's a bit quirky. Uh, Trevor, he does mm. he does most unusual things. He, he looks a bit odd, yeah. uh, but uh, you know the Guardiola and these guys, you know they they idolise him. They went to him for uh, and the top young managers went to went to see him when they were going into management. Had a great reputation in Argent, Argentina, um, but he, I, I, most of the time I see them play, they played well, really well. I think if he, if he got a couple of forwards, a couple of goal scorers, like most teams could do, but I think if they just spent. A, 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 a few bob I think they would establish themselves in the Premiership I think he's done a good job with them overall Good stuff uh, just to, um, on to the Irish scene John we won't keep it uh, much longer but um, you were one of course of eight managers who managed in the League of Ireland and managed the Irish team uh, so j- just Stephen Kenny is the latest uh, have you have you seen the criticism that was aimed towards Stephen Kenny from uh, former players like Richard Dunn and Gary Breen who were kind of questioning his kind of pedigree to, to take the job and what do you make of it all with the way it was handled with Mick uh, stepping down one, one defeat for Mick McCarthy in his 10 qualifying matches and he won't be there for the playoff well I think that was Mick's decision uh, and I think it was Mick's decision from the start that uh, you know, if and when he he he, he finished the job, whether to get into, get into the Euros or not, uh, he was going to step down for mm. Stephen. That was that was agreed. So I have no problem with that. And the fact that Mick has said now, well, I think Mick has done a good job under difficult circumstances. Uh, uh, to answer your question, Trevor, I think he's done a good job. Right. That was his decision to step down. Uh, and I think the criticism uh, of Stephen is very unfair. Um, you know, you don't have to be to, to be working in in uh, you know England to to be a good manager. Mm. Uh, I mean, Stephen, what he did at Dundalk, I think the record he has there, uh, where he qualified for Europe and did well in Europe, does qualify him to to um, to take the Irish job. Because you know, when you when when I, the, the last thing I'd want in my life, uh, Trevor, is to have my life dependent on picking a successful manager. Mm. Nobody knows. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the Premiership alone, look at the lad is Chris Wilder at at, uh, at Sheffield United, for example. Mm. You know, I've never heard I, he was an ordinary player, and that, but he's gone in and did a good job. You don't have to like some of the great greatest players I've known have been rubbish managers, mm. and vice versa. You don't you, you don't know until the lad has a go. I think Stephen has earned the right to be given the Irish job and to give him a chance at it. And I think I I, I can't understand Stephen and anybody or. Uh, uh, who, who you say criticised him? Richard Dunn, yeah, and Gary Richard Green. Dunn. 
you know, I don't, I don't understand why they have to criticise him, to be honest. Yeah, you yeah. know, he's got the job. Wish him all the best, and hopefully he'll do it. But you don't have to, have to, to, uh, to manage at the top level to, to, to qualify you for uh, a job, in, in our case, with the Irish international team. We don't know. Give him, give him a go. And, then, and, and I think that there was some comments about, well, you know, he'd have to convince the players and he'd have to... Do, well, any manager has to do that. Yeah. You know, no matter who you go in, you have mm. to... The, manager, the players will always welcome the manager in and then say, OK, what's he got? And, and usually players, after two or three weeks, say, yeah, this guy is good. But they don't be complaining and saying, well, he, because of his reputation or he's no big reputation in England... Uh, that he has to prove himself in that way. Every manager has to prove himself. And I think Stephen deserves the right uh, to, to, to be given the job with the Irish team. Good stuff. And just finally, John, you're, you're doing all right yourself. You're trying to keep yourself busy, I suppose, I'm as best ke- you, I'm, as you I'm, can. I'm, bu- I'm, I'm busy enough, Trevor. What I'm doing is trying to keep out of trouble, keep <laughs> away from this virus. I'm terrified of it, to be quite honest. As you know, it, it hits the older people mm. uh, <laughs> quicker than anybody else. And I know I'm one of those older people, so fingers crossed, Trevor, uh, that, uh, you know, we keep, keep, well, everybody that keeps yeah. away from this is a dreadful thing, and, and the sooner the better we get rid of it. Yeah, well said. And uh, it's just finally, John, sorry, I meant to say, you have a big birthday coming up this year, do you, at the end of the year? I've got the 80th coming up, uh, Trevor. <laughs> yeah. you know, I can't believe, like most people, I can't believe where the time has gone. And yeah. that's why when we're talking about this virus, it's supposed to hit the older people. Well, I know now, I'm well aware, I'm one of the older people, Trevor. So I'm keeping my head down as much, much as I can and uh, hope, for, hope for the best like everybody else. Yeah, and a big part of your 80th of November, when all this has gone. November, yeah. Th- yeah. Thanks for joining us, uh, John. Always a pleasure. Um, uh, it was great to have you on as well here in Cork's 96FM for this uh, afternoon. Uh, stay safe, mind yourself. And, and uh, th- th- Thanks, Trevor, and you and everybody else there in Cork. Good luck to, good luck to you and uh, everybody that's listening to your show. Great stuff. Thank you very much, John. Thanks, Trevor. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.